Hello. Thank you for listening to and watching you at Options. Uh, this episode, I have Pretty Ricky Wieldy, uh, pro wrestler extraordinaire, on the podcast. Um, talk about his career in pro wrestling. Uh, talk about the uh, the show he has coming up November 5th at um, the Battle Arts Academy in Mississauga, Ontario, uh, to benefit um, the, the, the Caulfield family, uh, Arthur Caulfield Memorial Show. Um, there's a good, uh, he talks about the stipulation match of, uh, you know, somebody's going to get their, um, their legs waxed, you know, it, when they lose. Very excited to, to see the outcome of that. Uh, yeah. Thanks Ricky, for, for joining me. It was fun. Um, hope you guys enjoy it. Go find Ricky online, uh, at pro wieldy, P R O W I L L D Y. Go find uh, you at options online. Uh, go like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, go uh, subscribe, you know, on on YouTube. I'm trying out some new software and some new recording uh, equipment. So I'm gonna see how that goes. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoy. yourself i'm pulling it together things are feeling good yeah well, uh, anybody listening like... who doesn't know my name is ricky wildy oh yeah is it is it pretty ricky wildy is that i the mean full... you can tell just by looking at me come on now all right come on there. uh how long uh how long have you been wrestling for i started wrestling when i was i mean it's a good question. I started wrestling uh, on the amateur circuits when I was in elementary school. I was wrestling my brother in my backyard since the time I was like five. Uh, right. I was uh, I was wrestling professionally uh, when I finished college. Uh, so that would have been 2016. 2016 is when I had my first match professionally. Damn. What, uh... I know. It's been some time, man. It's crazy. So, is, yeah, six years now. Uh... Six years. So some of what, that I was uh, asleep for too. So it's like, do you even count it? To, so did you go through like uh, wrestling school, and was was that how you got started, or was you just started wrestling? So I mean, again, you know, was wrestling my whole life more or less. Um, yeah, amateur wrestler for the most part. When I finished university, I was no longer a collegiate wrestler, uh, and. I was going to move out Calgary. Uh, I was, was going to move out to Calgary, my apologies, so that I could train with Lance Storm when he was still running his school. Uh, but then fate intervened. I went to a show, the Toronto Super Pro Show, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, there was a contest there uh, where the winner got a scholarship for Battle Arts Academy, which, uh, you know, signed up, crushed it. I won. So all of a sudden, instead of moving to Calgary, I was moving to Mississauga. 
And, uh, you know, who knows how different my life would have been had I moved out there. Honestly, I probably would have been about the same if I had to guess. Uh, but ultimately, uh, yeah, I, I moved out to Mississauga. I spent like three years there, something like that, uh, training under Santino Morella, Yuki Ishikawa, and becoming uh, the full-fledged package that you see before you. Hey, so are you are you in Toronto right now? Is that did you grow up in Toronto? No, I'm in Brantford, Brantford, Ontario, Canada. Mm. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful oh, city. Okay. Couple too many people, though. If I'm being honest with you, uh, we're getting to the point now. We got like uh, hundred thousand people, and there's just a couple too many. So if there was anything I could do to save Brantford, it would be to get rid of some of the people. Do you have a? Are you keeping a list of people specifically of like you who know, should go or? I haven't figured out exactly how to adjudicate that process. Uh, so I don't know necessarily what's the best way to go. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, people based on maybe we'll take a test. And if they can do a test, then we'll let them stay. And if they can't, then we'll kick them out. Maybe if they're over a certain <sighs> height, you know, and if they're not, then we'll kick them out. I gotcha. I've run through a couple of these ideas. Nothing really sticks. Nothing really works. But ultimately, I would love to bring that number down from 100,000 people. The reality is so many people are coming here because it's such a beautiful city. Uh, it, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Brantford. Yeah, I've been to Toronto. I've been to Toronto. So where in respect to Toronto is, is ah, it's like an hour away, hour and a half, something like that. I don't know. Uh, it, okay. It's not too far. It's like half in the country, half with the city. We got a Walmart, but you know, uh, anything you would need there, but nothing particularly special. It's where Wayne Gretzky came from. Uh, so me and him got that in common. The, yeah. Okay. Uh, two, two greats, you know, and there's a couple of great fields. ones. Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Toronto do you, seems like there's a huge wrestling scene. You know, I'm, I try to keep up. Uh, is, so I imagine you've spent a lot of time in Toronto wrestling. Yeah, I've done a couple laps around Toronto. It's hard. You know, there's a, there's a hell of a scene throughout Ontario, uh, but the uh, the Toronto center of it necessarily does get hit pretty hard. There's there's a lot of uh, outrageous shows going on in there. Not to mention a couple of schools, so it, it does pump out some talent. I do feel like there's uh, there's a publicity issue though, uh, which doesn't get seen for the most part. Some just ridiculous shows, but they stay um, you know pretty pretty quiet. The place is packed. Not saying that, um, but you know how many people see that event afterwards? It's uh, it's a very strange thing. But mm. Cool to be a part of. Let me tell you. Uh, oh yeah uh have you been able to go uh, overseas yet i have not gone overseas the farthest i've gone is texas uh so oh. i'm uh, between canada texas uh, i was in minnesota a little bit ago uh, i'm going to detroit in a week um so this thing just never stops, but I have not gone overseas. I do want to make it to England at some point. Uh, I have a lot of family yeah. lineage from England, so the idea of going back there, oh, cool. walking cobblestone roads that my grandfathers did, uh, that seems like a very interesting uh, interesting idea while also being there to wrestle some young chaps. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, some hard-style gentlemen, I guess. Uh, um, did you go to Bucky's in Texas? Did you get I that did go to Bucky's. Experience? Bucky's was absolutely one of the highlights of going uh, almost anywhere in America. Almost one of the highlights of leaving my home uh, had to go into Bucky's. <laughs> that place was fantastic. Hell yeah, uh, yeah. Hours and hours were spent at Bucky's. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. They just 
is there a Canadian equivalent? Is there a Tim Hortons that's the size of like a Walmart Supercenter up there? So there are a couple of about? special Tim Hortons throughout Canada. Uh, there's the Tim Hortons Museum. There's the Hockey Hall of Fame Tim Hortons. But uh, none of these even remotely compare to a standard Bucky's. And if you do nothing with your life, here's how I'm really going to prove that I'm trash at my core. If you do nothing with your life, you need to take a voyage, a pilgrimage to a Bucky's yeah. at some point in your life. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, people say you got to go to Jerusalem, you know. You got to go to Mecca. You can also do that. You can do that, but come on. We know where the, the real where the real uh, heat is. It's in Bucky's. It's unbelievable. It's as American a product uh, as I've ever seen, and it just felt like a hug the whole time I was there. <laughs> yeah, uh... So I grew up in Mobile, Alabama, and they Hell yeah. um, they built a Bucky's. They built a Bucky's right outside of Mobile on the interstate. It was like Very the first cool. one outside of Texas, and like, yeah, every day, every time I've been there, it's been like a Black Friday, like shopping atmosphere where it's just like. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but to nut to butt, just people everywhere. Uh, I don't know. I'm usually going there like 4 a.m. Always... It's a lot less people. It's always the scene. I don't know. Did you ever yeah, go to the bathroom it's... when you were there? Oh, yeah. They're the cleanest bathrooms in the world. I've never seen a cleaner bathroom. Top notch. Yeah. Unbelievable. And they've got the uh, – each stall is like a, a personal area. Yeah. It's not like, uh, you know, you're not getting some, some little kid – you know, sticking their head under the stall, sneaking a peek. Yeah. No, absolutely. Man, but, it's like a, yeah, a full door experience. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. There's yeah, like driving through Ontario. It's funny. Like there's so, you know, people are people everywhere, but there's, you know, there's a lot of similarities. Um, just people being people, but then, I remember we stopped at like a CVS or something. I was like, God, I got to go to the bathroom. And like, there wasn't like a public restroom. I was like, it was, it, I don't know if that's a thing where. Uh, there are public washrooms, but a CVS would not have been the choice to make. If I'm just speaking to Ontario, I'll be honest with you, man. It's beautiful. Ontario is a beautiful, beautiful place, especially in fall. But in terms of uh, how nice it is to drive it. I don't think it compares to America. I just don't. You yeah. guys got sex shops and firework factories every 20 miles. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, man. If yeah, if you're traveling the interstate system in uh in America, you're going to see some, you know, you're going to see some wild uh signs. Uh I know I know on um I-65 in Alabama, there's, you know, Bama. Confederate yeah, Confederate memorial like sites for civil war and huge rebel flags, you know, off the interstate. So, yeah. And, but you know, we also got fireworks, mega stores and sex shops too. It's been a, a lot great, of good time. It's the melting the pot, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's the melting pot, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, you, you've got this, um, memorial show coming up, uh, November 5th. 
right? November 5th in Mississauga. I do have a memorial show going on. Uh, we have uh, we have a wrestler on our local scene. His name's Holden Albright, also known Brennan Caulfield. Uh, either way, he uh, he recently ran into some tragedy and calamity, uh, and so we're trying to put together a show because there's a reality here where uh, a lot of his friends are professional wrestlers, and right. not a lot of us have a tremendous amount of money. So instead, yeah. we do have a lot of passion, enthusiasm, time, and a hell of a lot of talent. Uh, so we're coming in hot. We're putting on a big old show, and uh, we're trying to raise as much money as we can so that we can donate it entirely uh, to this young man and his family, uh, trying to make things a little easier in this, uh, this, this time of need. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. It's a, uh, yeah, the, um, the independent, uh, wrestling scene reminds me a lot of like, uh, DIY, like punk scene, yeah. you know, especially yeah. like the touring aspect and, you know, everybody knows most people in different circles. Um, no, it's, for sure. It's cool. I, uh, Y'all are able. Yeah. I, w- I would compare that, uh, that as well, that, that connection. I don't know. It's, uh, it's very fun and it's, it's, there's something about the life on the road aspect of it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Much like, uh, I, I would assume being in a band would be that same element of, uh, I don't know. There is no home base. You're kind of gone on the road and uh, the, how that Absolutely. brings people together when they have to kind of go into each other as opposed to uh, can really make roots into something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're sleeping on couches and, you know, driving whatever, 10 hours at a time, whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But who's, uh, who's going to be on the show? Besides, you're wrestling. Are you wrestling Sunny Kiss on this show? Unfortunately, I am not wrestling Sonny Kiss. Uh, I did recently wrestle Sonny Kiss, and we had ourselves oh. a blast. Uh, I ended up that night in a tag team match, uh, myself and a partner against Santino Morella and Sonny Kiss. So that was uh, one hell of a night. I will let you know your assumptions are correct. I won that match. Uh, it was fantastic. Uh, yeah, me and Sonny got along. Santino kept coming at me with that snake, though. So, uh, mm. anywho, on this show, yes, I will be wrestling. Uh, I'm actually part of the booking committee for this show. I've been elected to be the guy to make the media rounds uh, because I'm reasonably good at speaking. Uh, but also, I've been a part of the booking committee here in Ontario for what this show is going to look like. We've uh, every every show I went to in the locker room. Every time I ran into someone, we would all have the same idea: we should run a show. We should run run a show for Brennan. So that's what we've done, and everybody is kind of getting an input on how this show is going to look. I kept politicking to try and be in the main event. And they refused. They wouldn't let me. I kept screaming and yelling, but whatever. That that was a no-go. But I have finagled myself a title match. So I will be wrestling for the HWE Television Championship, uh, which is held by Clay Wilson right now. And I will be trying to break his neck uh, because, uh, you know, that company does pay quite well for Ontario. So if he's injured, I'm champion. And uh, that would really help out my financial gains. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Clay's a nice guy. No, no, Clay's yeah. a dick, uh, but I, I will try to hurt him. Um, anyways, uh, a m- very exciting match we got set up here is this is personally something I had my uh, my hands all over. I wanted it to be uh, uh, a who could smoke more crystal meth match was what I, I, I presented. Uh, the idea was that it would be a round system, and every round they would have to smoke more crystal meth and then begin fighting each other. Uh, I was vetoed. That wasn't allowed, but... Here's the match that we do have booked. It's Rex Atkins versus Easy E Eric Carney, and the loser will have their legs waxed live in the ring during intermission. 
I, I'm so excited Damn. for this. That's pretty good. Um, uh, I've never heard of a, uh, uh, I, you know, you, you got your hair versus First time ever. beard or hair versus hair match, but leg hair match. We're going to leg wax someone. This is a leg wax. Uh, do the, how, how are you, how are the participants going to keep, you know, stay honest? Like what if they like, shave their legs like a week before ah yeah i guess i never even considered that if i'm gonna be honest with you we Uh. picked some of the hairiest dudes that we could i guess we would notice you know what i mean so already kind of shaming them like you signed up for this but then you're backing out halfway so that would be embarrassing uh but also to raise the stakes a little bit and to try to raise a little bit of funds uh we have a live element for our fans in attendance where you can pay just five dollars canadian and you can put on and rip off a strip of wax yourself. Damn. That's Fan interaction sweet. like you've never seen before. The um, uh, So I, uh, the, the crystal meth match. That's, yes. Uh, Great idea, like right? What, uh, that's a good idea. What's the... What's the craziest stipulation match you've like seen? Actually, have. I think uh, casket full of thumbtacks match was the craziest thing I ever saw. Oh my god! Um, no, I shouldn't even say that. Like, <clears throat> if I'm being honest, so many death matches just they're uh, they're crazy. You know, I was once in the position of a guy. I was backstage trying to start up a weed whacker for a guy. Uh, and he came back and had to kind of like fiddle with it and prime it, right? And then uh, get it going before he ran out there and just. Right. There was a sense of what the hell is going on here, you know what I mean? Uh, pure pandemonium. So I don't know if those matches even get titles or if it's just kind of a uh, you know, who can survive this kind of match? It's uh, yeah, it, craziness. What is? Do you have like? Whenever you're going into a match, is there a is there a thought where you're like, oh man, I gotta, or have you ever experienced? You don't have to name names, but have you ever experienced where somebody's like, oh man, I gotta get this uh, gif move in that I do? Uh, I mean, if someone's you- got it. Let's rock and roll. Uh, because yeah. I'm I'm trying to. I want to be the thing on the show that everyone remembers every time and that was the same when i was an amateur wrestler for the university of toronto i wanted the exact same thing win lose or draw is not totally my concern it's i am the guy that everyone's walking out of here going you remember that uh 100 so if you've got some kind of back pocket big gifable moment that's going to get me across the internet yeah we're gonna do it we're gonna do it again (laughs) right now uh but you know for the most part we, we try our best. Uh, you know, some people more successful than others. I've been gift three or 4,000 times. You know, I went viral uh, recently this year. I've actually just uh, been set up with a Caesar salad sponsorship. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, you, know, you know, things are going crazy. I also got sponsored by uh, a Confetti Cannon Company, Legends Confetti Cannon. Shout out to Legends. They hooked me up with Confetti Cannons because I'm a confetti athlete. Uh, I'm officially right. sponsored, baby. You can't take that away from me. Speaking of which, officially sponsored, we got a whole host of sponsors, uh, but somebody who's bringing a match for us on our show November 5th in Mississauga, that's Revolution, and Revolution is presenting Alexia Nicole 
local. Bubblegum Princess taking over the Indies. Can't believe she's not signed. She was just on AEW Dark. She will be taking on the quintessential diva, Giselle Shaw, Impact Wrestling superstar. Uh, so that is a first time ever combatants. A very exciting match to finally be taking place. And we're the ones who get to do it. Impact wanted it. AEW wanted it. <laughs> we're getting it first. Hell yeah. Uh, that's cool. That's, um, yeah, just from like putting together like DIY punk shows. I can, I know the, uh, the, uh, it's just nerve wracking the whole time for the most part is, do you get a similar experience with, uh, booking, uh, a wrestling show? I would, uh, 100% agree to that. I'm, I'm terrified and an anxious pile of mess most of the day. Um, it's a, it's a very similar feeling of before going out to a match. I've never had a match where I haven't, uh, said I was going to be sick right before going out it feels like i'm gonna vomit i don't know that's just like where the nerve endings take themselves now uh you know it rarely (laughs) ever happens uh same thing now i've been in a you know a a six-week thing uh an eight-week thing whatever it's been i don't even remember at this point with the entire ontario council and i I, i'm a nervous wreck every single day trying to do this but if i'm being honest if it wasn't this it'd be something else and i'd be nervous about that because that's the kind of guy i am perhaps it's the caffeine but i feel like it's the only thing keeping me going so uh i'm at just enough anxiety that i can sleep but still get things done at a reasonable rate and i I don't know how much more i can ask from the good lord above other than that yeah man a a functioning uh anxiety heap i get that Ah, i feel that um so is the is the council an actual council of people or is that just like a- they've never been assembled before um <laughs> i don't know if they would appreciate me calling them the ontario council of wrestling but i think it's funny as hell um i like it so yeah there's like eight 12 of us i don't remember how many people are in the room whatever uh but it's all just people who were saying the same thing that as soon as this uh tragedy and calamity happened to holden albright brennan caulfield that we all decided that this is exactly what we had to do we had to set ourselves up um and make sure that we were getting uh you know as much out of this as we possibly could and the best thing that we could do is run a show so this will never happen again we are never running a show together again. That will absolutely not happen. I personally will never take part in booking a show uh, in Mississauga, the greater Toronto area, uh, if I can help it for the rest of my life. Uh, so I'm out after this one. But uh, this is the one that we're all going in on and we're putting some work in and we should be one unforgettable evening. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it sounds sick. <laughs> uh, where is it again? Like Mississauga, Mississauga, Ontario. But... This is happening at Battle Arts Academy. That's 4880 Tompkin Road in Mississauga. Uh, again, this is the the house that Yuki Ishikawa and Santino Morella built. Very excited to be able to be graciously invited in there uh, and to have this show in honor of Arthur Caulfield and to raise money for Brennan Caulfield and the entire Caulfield family. If you can come, please come. Uh, we have tickets available on Eventbrite. If you put in Battle Arts, we will pop right up i promise you that uh all links can be found through all my bios all that stuff on social media we have no company social media pushing this through because again we're never doing this again this is not a company uh so this is just the team of ontario putting this together trying to help out a good cause can i give you one more match while we're here can i give you one more match yeah I got a battle royal. Not that those are the most exciting match to put on a poster, admittedly, but I got a battle royal where the winner of it will go on 
to Barry Wrestling, which is on IWTV, and get an actual opportunity. So I've opened this up to every school, not just in Ontario. I got guys coming in from Buffalo because they want an opportunity. And here it is. All you got to do to get in is sell a ticket. You sell a ticket and you're coming in. We got promo codes left, right, and center. If you can prove that you're worthy of people coming in to see you wrestle, then yeah, we want you in the match. And once you're in the match, any man for himself. And we just got to see who wins there and they debut at Barry Wrestling. So we're very excited to be having that. And hell, I'm going to go one deeper. I'm going to go one deeper here for you because I go like this it. podcast. Okay. I got Thanks, Ricky. a tag team match that I've been dying to see. It's the tag team match that encapsulates Ontario Indie Wrestling. And it's not being publicized. We got guys on here from DDT in Japan. We got guys on here Ooh. from AEW. We got guys on here from the WWE Network. Literally right now, we have the Space Pirates, Space Monkey, and Shane Saber taking on <laughs> Fighter Flight of Gabriel Fuerza and Von Vertigo. This is a show that every... Sorry, this is a match that every major company wants, and we're the ones who get it. We get to put this match on, and we could not be more proud. Because you think about these men and where they're going, where they've been. These guys are the cream of the crop, the top of the pile, and they're going to be showcasing their skills and their talents in a top prime spot like this in front of all of Ontario wrestling. We could not be more excited about this. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's a... Uh... It sounds like a full, you know, I, I've never heard of you can pretty much, you know, a battle royal where you just sell a ticket, you can get in. Ticket seller battle royal, they got to have a green light. I will be kicking out any schmucks if they think that they're going to be just getting themselves mm. in there like that. You know what I mean? I'm not going <laughs> to tolerate that. Uh, but yeah, I've been in contact right. with all the coaches of all the schools around Ontario. Uh, so I, I know which students, you know, kind of want it, which ones have been passed, which uh -huh. ones have an opportunity. So, hey, if, if this you think this is your moment, then here you go. Put your money where your mouth is. Let's see if you can step up to this opportunity and get yourself a shot. Uh, because, again, very wrestling. When I was not on that show versus when I was on that show, I was looked at as very differently. My rate went up. Mm. I was on posters i became something different so here is your opportunity mm. to no longer just be a student at a wrestling school and actually be getting booked at a top tier level indie on the iwtv network so i i'm just saying these opportunities are being presented and if these students want damn. to take them they're out there damn so this is this gonna be live somewhere like this will be live streamed through the thc twitch channel as well all of ah. the footage will be going to Brennan Caulfield to release through his Patreon as well. Uh, so we are trying to have this on as many channels as possible where people can donate. You can go get a ticket at eventbrite.ca. I don't think it's .ca. Never mind. Just have Google Eventbrite. You will find it. I promise you this. Uh, Eventbrite is the website that we're going for. Eventbrite.com. Whatever. Uh, Please, uh, if you can support, do support. We do appreciate anything and everything that we can. We got championships from around Ontario being defended on this uh, as a sign of good faith. We've got opportunities presented, and I can't wait to see that guy get his legs waxed. So it's going to be a hell of a night. Ah! Oh, man. Um, you, said, you said you have a Caesar salad deal? I got a Caesar salad got sponsorship. A circle back around to that uh what company I'm sponsored by caesar like, what salad is... what <laughs> legends oh, can... confetti cannon sponsored me and so did caesar salad see i love it so do they send you like 
free confetti cannons like all the time? Are you getting not the Caesar salad, but Legends does? Yeah, Legends. Yeah, yeah. And then Caesar salad tends to be Caesar salad. <laughs> ah, Which, I if I can, just real quick, hearty, healthy, and delicious. How good is Caesar salad? All right, Best. thank you. I was. It's was my favorite salad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Hail man. Caesar, am I right? That's right. Hmm. The um do you are you a strict diet person? Are you like I try to be, but Halloween is a rough time of year for me. It's my uh, it's my absolute favorite time of year and uh, there's just candy in the house, so it's it's a little hard for me. I got a sweet tooth like you couldn't believe. I got a sweet tooth like a crack fiend, you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. Um, the, uh, man, you get some of them Reese's, you know, pumpkins. Mm. I, I won't bring up. chocolate into this house because if it's got chocolate and peanut butter or a peanut attached, peanut M&Ms, I will devour it. It won't last the day. But I do bring gummies into the house. I try not to go for them. I still do. Uh, it's, uh, it's a crazy time of year. What, uh, what's, what's your go-to gummy? A sour? A sour no, uh, it would be a Swedish fish. Swedish fish would be the go-to. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Chocolate-covered jujube is something I found out recently, and wow, it's uh, it's just incredible. Jujube. What is chocolate-covered jujube? Three dollars at Walmart. Uh oh. Oh man, we got a little behind the scenes of the the pump dungeon. Uh, oh man. Um. Had you been into when you were a kid? Were you into pro wrestling? Like, was that a, a thing? Exclusively and entirely. I think there was a week and a half where I was into Batman, and beyond that, it's just been pro wrestling. Um, who, uh, when you were a kid, who was some of your your top wrestlers? Jeff Hardy was the one that I loved as a kid. Mm. Um, I really liked him as a child, and then as I got older, it was like uh, Ultimate Warrior, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. That was the the four that I really gravitated to Samoa Joe stuck out for me when I met him. Um, mm. And now looking back on it, it's like Hulk Hogan and the undertaker, maybe Vince McMahon. Those are the three that are just like, ah, that is the most fun I was having with wrestling when I saw those three. Uh, but who knows, you know, rose colored glasses, you kind of change the perception of what you Bam. saw as a child to what it really was to how you feel about it. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Would, would y'all go to wrestling events? That's yeah. Good. There's a famous story in my family where, uh, my mom, my dad, my grandma, and my little brother, or sorry, my big brother were all going to wrestling when he was just a little kid. And uh, as they were walking into Cops Coliseum in Hamilton, a uh, limousine pulls into them. It's, uh, it's a million-dollar man. So my grandma just starts screaming at the side of this limo, you dirty wrestler, you cheating, rotten brother. Anyways, yeah. he rolls down his window and flips her off and drives into the cops' coliseum, oh, which is just like one oh, of the most beautiful great. things I can think of. Yeah, it's uh, oh, a great perfect. moment in our family. Oh, jeez, yeah, I love that. This is going to um, sound a little dark, but when I was like 11, my mom took me to meet Chris Benoit. He was a uh, heavyweight champion at the time, so mm -hmm. it was cool then. It's weird now. Weird, yeah. Right? I have his autograph. Yeah. That's weird. You still got it? Yeah. I still got it. I don't have Charlie Manson's yeah. autograph. But but I do have Chris Benoit's. Yeah. yeah. That's weird right. to shake, to, like, to be, I'm not a very old man, but I have met a serial killer. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's wild. That's uh, crazy. Is that the only serial killer you've you've come across? Maybe. <laughs> well, Maybe. We don't know yet. That's yeah. the only one that was outed. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I whenever Mick Foley was doing his Have a Nice Day book tour, I was I met him at a Barnes and Noble. Or That's a cool. uh, Books a Million. That was That's like, super cool. You know, it's uh it, you know, back then you didn't know like the lifestyle that these yeah. these people had of like just his road road dogs and you know, carrying on and with I don't know, like did did anyone ever think that these people were like glamorous, upstanding moral citizens? That sounds insane to me. The idea that anyone was ever looking at Hulk Hogan and be like, This is who my kid should base their this, life on. You know yeah, what I man. mean? Like, it's insane. What are we talking about here? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a weird like, you know, you see uh what is it, Dark Side of the Ring and like yeah. Beyond the Mat. I was on Dark Side of the Ring. And... Where are you? Shout out to Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, it was Rob Black. Shout out to Rob Black. Oh, What's cool. up, Rob Black? I will fight you. Yeah, they're uh I think the guys that make that are based in I don't know where they are, but I know they're Canadian. Yeah, it's through Vice TV, which is a Toronto based network. Hmm. That's cool. Do you do you keep up with that show? It's a great show. Yeah, for sure. I've seen it all. They've stopped playing it. Uh, they do have Tales from the Territory going now, uh, and I've been in contact yeah. with them, so I'm trying to weasel myself an episode of that, but if not, I'll play a character. Who uh, on, you know, Tales from Territory, uh, who would be your ideal person you would want to play in, in a, Michael Hayes. one of those dark... Yeah? Yep. Uh, I could see it. Let's party. Hell yeah. Let's party. Uh, would you Would you want to be like... Uh, the Hardy Boys era, Michael Hayes, like what era of Michael? Oh, Hayes? for sure. Give With me skin the tight clothing, give me skin tight, wash whatever, brush velvet or whatever. Yeah, I want to start wearing Jenko jeans again. I don't know, man. It just seems like fun. Bring it back, right? Is what's you know? I guess they still they. That's probably still a company. I'm, oh, I'm there's still the... enough dudes wearing those that they can produce that company for sure. That's uh... not just Value Village finds; those are out there. <laughs> oh man did were you uh as a kid were you do you have were you into jinko or were you into did you have terrible uh man i had i definitely have photos of me with like baggy pants and spiked hair and a mm. acid wash shirt and like yellow goggles you know what i mean like the type uh grandmaster sexy used to wear i think i would go so oh, far as to say i had blonde frosted tip spiked hair and like a metal beaded necklace i, I was in right. the 90s what do you want i was like eight i what do you want i'm not making these decisions and if i am why are you letting me make them uh so li life goes on you know i don't know i look ridiculous yeah. then i feel pretty good about the way i look now so uh, i'm okay with having done it i'm more concerned with how i'm gonna feel when i'm like 45 looking on now being jesus you should have got a haircut or just uh something right uh have you have you lost a stipulation match where you had to cut your hair or do anything wacky? No, I don't think so. I got hauled off by the cops at one show. Um, really? So I guess, yeah, it was like, I don't think it was a loser spends the night in jail match, but it was definitely after I lost, I was screaming and yelling and the cops came in and put me in cuffs and took me out. Um, 
Oh God, I can't even remember. It, it, like I was doing tours of Northern Canada. I could not tell you what village we were in, but it was in some Northern Manitoba, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun people, fun crowds, man. But uh, yeah, I couldn't tell you where in the hell I was. I haven't had to put my hair on the line. Thankfully, I haven't had to put my mustache on the line. Someone was talking about that. But you want me to risk it for the biscuit? You better be paying a whole lot of cheddar. You know what I mean? I want a fatter whopper. Right. Well, you know, well, luckily, you know, the stuff, your your mustache, beard grows back, you know. Yeah, but the pride, the pride will never come back, you know. Once it's shamed like that, it's never quite the same. That's true. Um, do you do you find wrestling in like smaller towns more like the crowds are wilder? Sometimes it depends on where you are. It more depends on the demographic. You know, sometimes you have uh, a child friendly show where it's mostly children, and at that point. They're excitable, they're rowdy, and we're good to go, but it's just going to be a kind of a different cut. When it's like, uh, you know, 18 to 35-year-olds and they're drinking heavily, then this is going to be a raucous time, you know what I mean? And that's that's a whole lot of fun. When it's kind of a mixed mosh of everyone in there, it can still be fun, but sometimes it's hard to get everyone on the same page of this is how we're going to have uh, excitement uh, tonight, you know what I mean? Uh, it's like not every demographic is going to yeah. like the same movie uh, to try and uh, create that. But it is what it is. I'm hitting my stuff. Let me tell you, I'm going to win. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> is uh, Do you, I guess, you know, with like AEW or WWE, it's easier to keep like storylines going. Are you able with like Twitter and uh, social media are you able to keep like storylines going in in the I, in the indies i mean i guess i could it's uh i don't know it seems like a step too or is far that is that a thought to me it, yeah. it's certainly a thought because i know like guys do that and guys think about that um i don't know to me my life and what i'm doing is more interesting you know what i mean the uh the presentation yeah. of this is what ricky has done in the last six years is bizarre my I don't feel like wrestling is necessarily my art form. I believe that living is my art form. I believe that I am more or less mm. the the living work of art. You know what I mean? So to see me and follow me, that is the idea. Where to make it like I'm in a feud with this guy, it takes A, they would yeah. have to be as good as me, and they're not. So that's hard to find. But also to get a consistent yeah. booking with the same guy throughout different places, uh, I don't know. In my head, I could do all that, but why would I give these people the gracious of coming on to my channels and seeing my work uh, mm. when I can very much be this piece, this masterpiece that you can come and see and view and follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at ProWildy. That's P-R-O-W-I-L-L-D-Y. And to continue that journey with whoever they may be putting me in these matches with uh, and how that interplay and changes me as my story goes on rather than giving the uh, the rub to these schmucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got you. I'm not yeah, rubbing schmucks is my point. Rubbing schmucks. I got you. No rubbing schmucks. Yeah. I didn't even, <clears throat> I didn't even think about like, like you brought up a good point of trying to orchestrate being booked with, the same people in different cities or whatever is probably difficult. I'm working on getting myself booked, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Is Slay the, one dragon at a time. That's right. 
do you have I, I i like your setup here do you have you. a uh, a twitch no uh during you, the pandemic i had a podcast everyone had a podcast right uh right. so now oh, i've yeah. uh i've very rarely been in my home so i have just the remnants of what the uh the pandemic did to me uh left around i guess i should i don't know move around but i i do kind of like it you know what i mean i i wish i did more with the blue screen well i've been doing some zoom calls and those all have different backgrounds which i find funny but i i have never been on uh this setup here for you had options unfortunately i'm new here it's my first wow. day <laughs> what do you expect uh yeah yeah uh what was what was your podcast about uh it was the blackballed podcast yeah i think you can still find it on different channels and medias i don't know it was uh more or less just kind of wrestling stuff from around ontario it was uh something to keep busy something to keep in the go um more or less just something to stay kind of creative and keeping you know what i mean um but it didn't quite uh quite fit me more or less um, mm. i do i do like the medium of podcasting i really do uh so i'm glad i at least tried yeah. my hand at one yeah yeah um yeah it's cool hey are you it's a fun. halloween yeah. guy uh yeah i like halloween i i had a realization you know i i do believe that jack-o-lantern pumpkin carving i believe that is one of my favorite art forms in the world i, I only realized that this really? year i wish i could go to a competition where there were like uh people speed carving <laughs> pumpkins or carving pumpkins with a chainsaw yeah. uh hell People carving pumpkins with a rock, you know what I mean? So, like, it's really hard, and they're having a tough time, and, oh, it's not even. Uh, I, I'd watch all of that. That that seems like fun. I don't know why that doesn't exist. Maybe I'll start running those competitions, because it seems like pumpkins are cheap. Like we that. can do that. Right? I'll give yeah, all the seeds to charity, so. and they can eat all those pumpkin seeds. Hey, man, you roast some pumpkin seeds. You you got a snack on your hands. Uh, So, are you good at carving no. pumpkins? No, <laughs> no. My fine motor skills were damaged when I was a child. I got lost in a firework accident. Damn. Mm. Yeah, so it, was you, a, you, it was a freak firework accident. It was filled with gasoline, not with firework. It exploded. There was a puff of dust. No one knew where anyone was. I ended up going to the wrong house. I was gone for three days. Lost my hearing. Got kind of messed up. Uh, you know what I mean? Damn. Crazy freak firework accident. I survived on nothing but Pop-Tarts <laughs> and roast beef. <laughs> ah, the, uh, so uh, are you into like horror movies and stuff? Yeah, I'm pretty into horror movies. I don't know. I enjoy, I think Scream might be one of my favorite movies in general. It's a very, uh, God, it's a fun movie. Um, Perfect movie. I watched the Hellraiser series this year. Uh, one through oh, yeah. five. I think there are like twelve, uh, but I only watched yeah. one through five. Have you seen these movies? Oh yeah, they get uh, progressively more insane. <laughs> okay, talk to me about one through five. What did you think? Well, the first one is like a masterpiece, you know. Uh, and then it starts getting. I remember. I think it's in the second one where the Cenobites make a deal with the daughter. Is that right? Because they're be. like, she's like, she's like, I remember she meets the Cenobites and she's like, I know somebody that got away from y'all. And I, I remember uh, Pinhead being like, nobody's ever gotten away from us. But if they had, who was it? You know, <laughs> it was just like this funny, uh, we never make mistakes. But if we were to make a mistake, 
what yeah. what's the deal um yeah it just gets more wild and wild uh i, I like the the reboot they just put out on hulu mm-hmm. is pretty good um but yeah, the first one, Masterpiece, that it just gets more insane. I like uh, one, three, and five. I found two and four to be kind of pedantic. Uh, and uh, five <laughs> did feel like it was heavily influenced from Fight Club that had come out just recently. Oh, yeah. Is five the internet one? I can't. I can't remember. I don't know if it's the internet. I don't think there's any internet. It's like a detective. Uh, and spoiler 22 years ago, this movie came out, um, but it was the detective kills himself, but he's like, he is the Cenobite that he keeps seeing uh, kill people. Uh, it's a whole uh, fucking thing. It's all in the head. I apologize for swearing. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, yeah. uh, Let it fly. Oh, no, I, I feel bad about myself doing that. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a heck of a trip. The movie ends with uh, Hellraiser, or sorry, Pinhead saying, uh, Welcome to hell. And then it just kind of like rips the guy's face apart and it fades to plaque. And I was like, roll credits. This is unbelievable. This is the best movie I've ever seen. And then they came back with a dream sequence. And then it wasn't a dream sequence. It was a hot flash. And then it was kind of a nightmare, maybe. There wasn't really an ending. And then it rolled credits. I was so disappointed. It was like 30, 40 seconds of just didn't need to be here. Didn't need to be here. I was furious. Damn. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, you know, as a kid, my parents wouldn't let me watch that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. just, but like, just seeing hell, just seeing uh, Pinhead, you know, that's a something you don't forget, you know. Yeah, for sure. He was definitely one of those iconic images, even though I hadn't seen the movies until now. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, the first one, masterpiece, and uh, yeah. Rich, uh, if you, I started to look into, cause I went, I did a similar thing where I, I think they're all on Hulu or HBO or something. And so I just went through all of them. I did the same thing with the Saw nice. series and, um, yeah, I liked looking up, uh, yeah, Rich Barker, the guy that made it or wrote the story, you know, come to find out he was super into like the Berlin, like leather scene or whatever. I'm like, okay, that, that makes sense. Checks out. Yeah. You know, checks out, you know, <laughs> the, the line between pleasure and pain is blurred or what, whatever they say. That. Yeah. Um, that. Have you, have you been, uh, whenever you're wrestling like a more kids show with, with more kids in the audience, have you ever screwed up and let, let an F-bomb fly or done I've anything never, like that? It does happen a lot with guys. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm. I don't like swearing in general. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I, I, just, I just don't care for it. I don't think it's uh, creative. Um, mm. I think it's just a kind of a lazy thing. I, I don't know. I don't like it. Um, but when I get real fired up, especially when I'm talking about you know horror movies, it does come out once in a while. So uh, it's embarrassing, honest to God, because uh, it's just like an overexcitement. But uh, no, I don't generally have that problem uh, when I'm in the ring. Um, yeah. It's uh, not that I can recall. I know that I once came out. He, uh, <laughs> I came out of the curtain and I screamed, oh, it smells like wherever I was. You know what I mean? Uh, just trying to be, yeah, I don't know, trying to be funny. Oh, the, and uh, as soon as I got hogs, back yeah. through the curtain, 
the promoter was like furious that I said that it smelled like shit. And I definitively did not say that. I said the name of the town. Uh, but apparently, throughout my screaming, the translation had been lost. And uh, whoops. Didn't work out for me on that one. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, you got to, you know, you got to, these sweat hogs in the audience, you know. You got to swing wherever. for the fences. You know what I mean? I, you Man. can coach me to go less, but you can't coach to go more. So I'm going to swing as hard as I can. Mm. Have you have you always been uh, that way in life? No, no. I was 250 pounds when I was in grade six. I was uh, tremendously lazy. I was very overweight. I weigh far less now than I did when I was in grade six. Um, yeah. Not good would be the answer. Uh, but uh, after I finished up going to college, uh, I went to Battle Arts Academy and Santino Morella really, you know, uh, showed me what it took to get things accomplished in life. Uh, so that uh, that was a huge help. And I, I do owe him that debt of gratitude. Yeah. That's, was, there a, was there just a, God, I got to do something with my with, with myself type moment? He just in general, he uh, it was the first time in my life I was raised by a single mother and I uh, went okay. to the public school system uh, right through to university. Right. So it was a lot of you tried your best and that's OK. And we like your effort and we appreciate that. Uh, and with Santino Morella, there's none of that. And it's either you did it or you didn't. And that's on you. And damn, I really responded to that. I really appreciated that. I uh I don't know. Very few people had ever spoken to me like that in my lifetime. So to, to get dealt with like that, it really put me into a position where I can make all the excuses I want. That's on me. I'm the one who's going to deal with that. So why would I do that? Um, and it, it was really just kind of the first time that was uh, broken so clearly to me. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's a, you know, it, yeah. Damn. There's a lot of, uh, life lessons in sports and sports entertainment and wrestling. Yeah. I think now that Damn. said, I had like put myself through uh, a pretty intensive session of DDP yoga. Uh, I mean, that's how I dropped really? most of the weight. Uh, yeah. Really? I, when I was in, when I was in college, I like recognized that I, I still had kind of a problem and I wasn't very healthy. And if I wanted to really take this wrestling thing serious and I kind of needed to do something to get out of the, position i was in uh so i started doing ddp yoga following that nutrition guide and uh yeah i lost a tremendous amount of weight and started you know really putting on muscle and kind of putting myself into uh yeah. more of a position where i could actually be a professional wrestler yeah yeah um damn have you contacted anybody at ddp yoga being like you know i used to weigh 250 pounds and now look at me no no i don't i don't uh I don't know. That feels weird to me. Like that's I, that's yeah, not how I want sure. to be known. You know what I mean? I uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm Ricky. It's all part of the story, but I, I don't want people focusing on me as the, the transformation guy. Not that like Ooh, oh, I yeah. don't know. I it was uh, it was a long time coming. You know, I I was yeah. losing weight through high school, uh, and then DDP yoga was just more. It was honest. More of the discipline uh, is where it came mm. from, rather than the actual like benefits. Although I did lose a ton of weight doing that as well. Is it was it... the first time I learned how to cook. You know what I mean? I was just eating yeah. like takeout every night, and then you go through that process, and it's like, oh no, you can actually make food, and it doesn't have to be pizza pops. <laughs> the is it is DDP yoga an everyday thing? Like, is it an everyday workout? 
it's I mean, it, it's as serious or non serious as you want to, you know what I mean? So I was yeah. I started with like three days a week, uh, and even that was more exercise than I was getting. Uh and then Gradually, I, I liked it. I was getting, you know, I was feel the responses. So I would go into it more and more. Uh, and then I became an everyday thing. And then when it became an everyday thing, then it became a chore and I didn't like it as much. So I went to something else. And mm. I don't know. You, uh, it's like I just finished meat month. So September was my meat month. So for September, I ate nothing but meat. And I went down a full belt size uh, by doing that, which was, that was great. But more importantly, I was just, I was making mistakes with my meal plan in August. And that's, it was getting too acceptable that I could eat those kind of foods and decided if I did a full meat cleanse, that means no sugar, no preservatives, really nothing. Uh, and that would be able to kind of clear out my system. So now I'm eating much cleaner uh, come this October, even though I'm, I'm not doing the meat month. Again, just to change things up like that uh, and have that kind of drastic alter to your plans, you can kind of start fresh. Yeah, yeah kind of shock your, shock your system. Exactly, exactly. With the meat. Yeah. A big did old you, meat shock. Did you, what, is, what uh so what would be like your your lunch of choice, you know, for I meat would, meat uh, month? Fast all day except for coffee and water. And then when I got home, I would eat Wendy's beef patties, four large of them. Uh and then I would work out and I would have four more and I might have four more by the end of the day. Damn. Yeah. So you're just going to Wendy's again, getting the patties, just Wendy's constantly, a lot of salt, a lot of beef patties. Um, I would cheat by eating like, uh, beef jerky or pepperettes, things like that. But I got way too reliant on that stuff. Cause it's much more palatable, uh, than just the beef. Right. But, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was doing. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> I like the, do you still do intermittent fasting? Is that a normal that yeah, that's something I've been doing for last like eight years. Something I don't know. It's yeah. uh, it's just more convenient. Yeah, I just you know I'm not a, especially like when I wake up. Yeah, I'm like I and most people I can't aren't. eat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the idea of like once you're conscious of it, just like okay, don't don't take the little nibble here and there, and now it's just yeah. you're doing a thing instead of uh oh I just haven't had a good breakfast or whatever the hell. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I, you know, it seems to work for me, and I'm just bad at like. Uh, you know, luckily, I have a a girlfriend that lives with me that reminds me to eat. You know. Yep. So it. uh, <laughs> it's important. Uh, damn, we've gone almost an an hour here, Ricky. Um, what has been fun? Yeah, Thank you for having me. It's been great. Uh, November fifth. November fifth. In Mississauga, you can search us on Eventbrite. That's Battle Arts Academy. It'll pop right up. Probably just Battle Arts. It'll pop right up. The show is for Holden Albright, Brennan Caulfield. We got Impact Wrestling Superstar. We got wrestling title belts from across Ontario. We got all of Ontario wrestling coming together. We got someone getting their legs waxed live. We got memorabilia being raffled <laughs> off. We got it streaming live on THT uh, on their streaming platform. You can find all the links necessary through all my pages on social media. That's Pro Wildy, P-R-O-W-I-L-L-D-Y, or just look up Battle Arts again, and it should be right there. Thank you, everyone, for your support and thank you so much for having me on the show here today today hell yeah uh ricky uh stay on for a minute but uh you had options you decided to talk to me and i appreciate it 